There are a few things more shocking than the first episode of this anime. We watched Super Crooks and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, weeb of all trades, and superhero-loving teen who definitely won't make any fatal mistakes during his hero debut, PJ. And me, your super nerdy artistic fanboy friend, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest member of the Union of Justice, Lauren. Hello! Just... Like Nixon, I am not a crook, but unlike Nixon, I am actually not a crook. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> as wow. far as we know, this is my confessional. This the rest this of this is podcast. These are my confession. <laughs> Now she got one on the way. (laughs) Well, let's hope you got one on the way. Right, right, yeah. With your prediction. As we talk (laughs) this month, as we continue through Superpower Month with Super Crooks. So, Lauren, tell me that name, Super Crooks. What do you think this anime is going to be about? Before I delve into my prediction from the title, based on the name, uh, Super Freak has been stuck in my head ever since I read it. So, that's... Super (laughs) Crooks. Super crooks, they're super crooked. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. So um, that aside, uh, I am thinking this is going to be one of my crazy off the wall predictions. I think these are crooks with superpowers. Always coming out of left field. I this know. one. Wow. I know. Here she is God. coming out with left field but, again. You know, obviously, it's a very understandable prediction. You know, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of what's on the tin. You right. know. Yeah. Exactly. I, and being I in read the month. super crooks. And it's, you know, a super powered month. So if this is true and these are crooks and or bad guys with superpowers, I mean, we always have superheroes. There's got to be super villains with powers. Right. I'm excited to see potentially uh, from their point of view. I think it would be seeing the supervillains like their lives and their side of the story. Slice of life for a why villain. Are you trying to make, why are you trying to make every <laughs> anime this month into a slice of life? I'm in interested in that idea of you know something that is big and otherworldly coupled with <laughs> we're dead that's gonna get to slice of life month and lauren's gonna be like the oh super late back camp i have to imagine this is about like godzilla stopping isis <laughs> like- <laughs> i'd watch it see i've already sold skylar i'm done thank you so much for having me this week i really had fun time okay great thanks we hope your weight is (laughs) Uh, so okay so you know the slice of life supervillain anime it's not necessarily slice of life it is seeing the world from the supervillain's point of view right so we're actively fighting the superheroes and they're the ones who are getting in our way and we finally will be sympathizing with the bad guys kind of like an ocean's 11 situation right where we don't want the police to catch them we want them to get away with it or catch we don't me want like the superheroes to win exactly catch yeah me like this catch me like you can <laughs> catch me like you can love me like you do catch me like you can catch me if you can catch me if you can yeah so we want the supervillains to succeed in this anime and we do not want the superheroes to win Okay, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. Superheroes are basically just super cops. Uh, and you know A-cab. what I always Ugh. say. Hey, Cab. No, wait, what would be Ass Cab. All super cops are bastards. Ass Cab. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change at all? Uh, no, I'm absolutely 100% right here. So we have a little group on this poster of our crooks and. Just like last week, I have predictions as to what their superpowers are going to be. It'll be interesting because you can't see everyone's faces. So I had to just go by body type and posture. But our main character is clearly this man who is standing front and center with the red sunglasses. He is the leader of our super crooks posse. He is defo, like just a con artist. I think he has like a space manipulation power where he can manipulate things in front of him like cards or like poker chips. He's very good at sleight of hand. So I think he's doing more like just 
your day-to-day con level stuff, but he uses his powers to get away with it. Kind of like the Great Pretender. Yes, very much like that. But he, yeah, now he has superpowers. (laughs) Okay. Stakes are heightened a little bit. All right. And then I'll go in a circle left to right. So behind him is this old man. And I'm saying he is defo not as old as he seems because I think he has time manipulation where he can affect time around him and his own time so he can present himself at whatever age that is needed for the heist or for the mission. So that's a pretty cool power. Like, if I do can he so be myself. a baby? He could, yeah, because he can manipulate Damn. time. Yeah, what a power, what a time to be alive Isn't for him because like, he can manipulate again, it. like a Royal pain power from the movie, the amazing movie Sky High? Isn't she turning all the <laughs> heroes into babies? I do not remember. I don't remember. That was like the this biggest plot. Skylar... <laughs> Don't ask me about this. I don't think Sky High was as memorable for me and PJ as it was for you. Damn. Damn. I'm so sorry. Moving along to this man in the white jumpsuit, he definitely looks like he has seen some shit. So I think he's our psychic. I think he can read people's thoughts. And it is a pretty bleak world out there. And he is just always stressed because what people think is pretty fucked up. And then this beefy boy in the back is our super strength person obviously look at those muscles that's really intense yeah yeah so superhuman strength next to him we have another like silver suit situation but he's a silver hair so he's silver on silver maybe maybe sexy um since we can't see all of him and it's uh, a very gray color palette he's our invisibility boy and then we have a gentleman in a yellow tracksuit is what I'm assuming it is. And I'm thinking he has super speed. Not thinking too hard on this one either, just because, you know, he's a tracksuit. He can run fast. He's cool. He's a runner. He's trackster. There you go. Yeah, that's that man with super speed. There's our token POC. His feet are not touching the earth, or at least one of his feet is not touching the earth. So I'm saying he has flight and or teleportation. I was going to say like that a, is his, a gravity like power. A, yeah, potentially something like that. Yeah, that is my assumption for him. And then we have our lady friend, and she seems shiftier than the rest. And that's because she's a shapeshifter. Oh. <laughs> she can, yeah, she can change her appearance into whomever she likes. Okay, I think that's like a good little cast of villains, mm-hmm. super villains, super, super crooks, if super you will. Super crooks, if you, yes. Um, <laughs> I think these are all really good power predictions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how many of these you get right. Yeah. And just in general, you know, what kind of story we're going to get here as Honestly. we take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of Super Crooks. So we're going to do that. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We have Lauren watch episodes one and two of Super Crooks. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? It was grittier than I expected it to be, even if, um, because I had just imagined this like great pretender type of vibe. And um, it's a little, it's a little bit more not like that. But (laughs) it's still a little more violent. It's a little more violent, a little darker. But you know, for a show about supervillains, it's a very cool concept and it is still very well done. I still had a fun time watching it. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. This was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I will say, and obviously, uh, you've probably already gathered if you watch episodes one and two with us, or Lauren, you pretty much don't meet anyone from the crew besides Johnny and Casey. Yeah. That was it. In these first two episodes. But I will, unfortunately, you know, you only got one person's power right. Only one? I only got one? one singular person's power right on I this entire one poster. Person? Who, I'm very intrigued now. Who is my one correct person? You got the ghost right. I got the ghost right? <laughs> oh, that's a failing grade. That's a <laughs> really bad <laughs> failing grade. But let's talk a little bit about these super crooks and this anime as we go through some quick housekeeping. So the super crooks is super interesting and in that it's actually based on an American comic. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh, it is based on a comic by Mark Millar, who is 
you know, super famous. He wrote things like Kick-Ass. People really <laughs> love him. It was The comic was originally released by Icon Comics from March to August of 2012 with only four issues. This anime series was directed by Motonobu Hori and was produced by Studio Bones for Netflix. Now, why Netflix decided to do an anime based off of an American comic is actually because they bought the rights a few years back to Millar World, which is basically Mark Millar's, like, you know universe like comic universe right mm. uh, basically it's his production company his like comic publishing company so they bought the rights to all of his stories and they felt that this one in particular would make a great anime and i tend to agree with them uh yeah it did so this anime released november 2021 with 13 episodes obviously it's an anime series it's a netflix series so they released all at once mm-hmm Unlike the original comics, this anime is actually tied into the Jupiter's Legacy universe, which is another one of Mark Millar's comics, mm. but it also got a live action series on Netflix. So this, if you notice at the beginning, he, you know, he's watching the clip with the Utopian. The Utopian is the main character from the Jupiter's Legacy series. Oh, okay. <gasps> That's so cool. Um, so it did get tied into the Jupiter's Legacy. They were trying to make like a Millar world within the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first nine episodes of this show almost serve as a prequel to the comics storyline, with the last four episodes serving as the actual straightforward adaptation, because mm. the comic is literally called Super Crooks The Heist, because it only covers the heist that they actually pull off. Got Whereas it. the first nine episodes of this anime are like set up for the heist. Mm. Okay, okay. There is actually a live action adaptation of super crooks planned and announced in netflix oh. uh and it is considered an actual the actual spinoff for jupiter's legacy even though the jupiter's legacy series has been canceled by netflix okay mm. okay uh but with all of that that is super crooks so let's jump into episode one and two super duper briefly because i feel like we're going to be talking about a lot of what happens in these episodes yes. so johnny bolt discovers that he has electrical powers and plants a debut as a local superhero his debut goes wrong when a ridiculing classmate recognizes him and thinks and in disaster not knowing what to do with superpowers if he cannot be a hero bolt decides that he will be a supervillain instead we flash forward to him as an adult as he is released from prison after a six-month stint and is reunited with his girlfriend Casey before heading home and meeting up with his old supervillain friends who try to pull him into a very intriguing gem heist. That's episodes one and two of Super Crooks. Yeah, wow. that is the the Cliff Notes version I was say, for that sure. Was very brief. You're correct. <laughs> well, I just feel like episode one has such a you have to talk about it kind of it's on the true. podcast. Yeah, so, there's so uh, much. If you meat. did not watch this episode along with us if you did not watch super crooks crooks along with us or have not heard about it before then you might be like god what do they keep referencing what do they keep talking about like you know in the intro he talked about episode one being shocking and you know it's such a short synopsis i want don't tell me what you saw because i want to kind of go through it but tell me what your reaction was as that happened in episode one when he discovered his powers or his reveal the big moment lauren The, the big moment i was watching from between my fingers because it's just I knew it was gonna happen and it did happen and it was so much more horrific it was funny because Skylar as we were watching it together was like is what is what I think gonna happen about to happen and I said no uh and then it started happening and I was like and then she was like wait I thought you said it wasn't happening I was like no I said it's not what you think is happening isn't gonna happen something far worse is gonna happen and it gets worse (laughs) so much worse it just piled on piled on piled on so obviously this show starts you know very prototypical little superhero show mm-hmm. you have johnny bolt literally his actual name is fucking bolt yeah. it is and you know it you know it's based off like a little short mini comic i get it and so he right. yeah. discovers he has electrical powers while his mom is like abusing him while she's trying to get some dick god she's the worst and yeah. you know Neglectful he's like parents. he's like wow i'm mm. gonna be a superhero i love superheroes and then uh he's but you know what he's already using it for so much personal gain you know mm-hmm. so i think the inner workings of like a villain are already there right right yeah yeah um yeah he's a little too selfish he wants recognition and, and he does yeah but i think that comes uh from a place of well, I neglect. think it's because of neglect he needs like validation somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he's you know he still is a child. Also, I wanted to say that like oh I could tell that this was written by uh, the creator of Kickass when he's going through his little costume. 
like building. <laughs> I was like, seen this before. He had a little montage. It was so great. Um, and okay, so like last week I was like, oh, I'm so bored of this trope. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And like this whole sequence of him finding out his powers is a very, very like tired kind of trope. But like mm-hmm. it was so like nostalgic that I really liked but, it. Like and what it, and what yeah. it serves us is to lull you into a sense of safety because I think yes because then it hits exactly. you at the end. It's there to kind of be yeah. like wow this is a superhero story you know how these go you know right you do um, and obviously if you don't know Mark Millar you're like you you won't be there like um. Mark Millar tends to not do things pretty normally, you know, because he wrote, you know, yeah. Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. he wrote Kingsman, he wrote Wanted. These are very violent stories. I was going to say, if yes. I knew, like, if I had, like, gone in knowing this was uh, who was created by, I would have been like, okay, so there's going to be a, a lot of blood. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so, you know, you get to, hey, you know, I should be a hero and I'm going to debut. You know, you have like what Lemony Snicket is quivering at this series of unfortunate <laughs> events, you know, <laughs> because to kind of recap it what is a happens, series of unfortunate he events. is an electricity oh based superhero and he realizes he has his yes, electric powers he and he's mm-hmm. floating above the hooey. He's trying to fly kind of essentially like a mag maglev train you know essentially using the electric mm-hmm. electric manipulation to use to get magnetic lift and he yes. gets r- embarrassed and made fun of by one of the bullies the at his boy. school which is so dumb because he's like that's not a superhero that's johnny as if he's not literally flying right he there still has he's powers. still clearly a superhero yes. and then he but he gets so flustered that he ends up falling into the pool this boy the electric boy made of electricity mm-hmm. who is using electricity mm-hmm. currently and for a second he falls in and you're like oh nothing's gonna happen because nothing happens and, and then, then the lightning bolt lets then... out and everyone in the pool is fucking fried and immediately you're like yes. holy shit the worst thing has happened and then you have everyone start running out and then you have them run in front of a car I okay as soon as they showed the church and the gospel singers I was like something bad's gonna happen to them because there's literally no point of showing them to us i guess maybe if they're trying to showcase it was a small town uh so the car gets swerved off as all the people are going through and it crashes into the taco ball yes taco ball yes taco ball hell yeah and it killing everyone in the taco ball more people running out run in front of a truck who then swerves out of the way and ends up uh, crashing through a few other cars into a church, killing everyone in the church. As the church collapses, the smoke and dust from the church collapse leads to su- leads to a livestock truck driver getting distracted, driving through that, and he drives straight into a gas station, and that causes a huge explosion, launching the livestock truck into the air, landing right in front of the pool as it explodes and all of the pigs in it fly out of it and land in the pool and get fried themselves and that's the end of the chaos it probably smells Ugh. really good it smells like bacon i i mean yes the bacon but you also have fried people which i heard which apparently smells tastes like, bacon. like pork oh yeah. do we how do you both know that? That's very sus. Uh, wow. Cannibalistic uh, documentaries. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> we we're definitely not the couple from what is that new movie called? Like Meat? I forget. I don't know. I don't know the movie well <laughs> enough to reference it. It's a new Sebastian Stan movie. Ah, Sebastian Stan. But yes, yes. yeah, it is literally. I think at every moment you think, "Wow, that was wild," and then it just this keeps going crazier. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And this poor, like, what, 13, 14 year old boy just sitting there looking at all this chaos that he's unleashed. Ugh, that poor kid. It's so traumatic. When, uh, when he was discovering his powers and he was like outside making the streetlights go on and off, I like leaned over mm-hmm. to PJ and I was like, he's a slider. I get it because that's what I am, which is this like really stupid. <laughs> thing it's not stupid uh it's this thing um that like apparently people with like high amounts of like energy when they walk under like street lights will go out a lot of times which does mm-hmm. happen to me a lot at night it sucks because i'm always like in complete darkness walking everyone because the lights just keep going out <laughs> it sucks so what i'm hearing is don't go into a pool with skylar yes <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, all this trying to impress this girl who she who uh, probably traumatized for the rest of her life. Like, yeah, because the boy was her boyfriend. Yeah, which like I always yeah. hate this trope in like eighties movies. And obviously, this is set. This part is set in the eighties. But there's oh, this yeah. mm-hmm. very big trope in the eighties movies where it's like, yeah, the super sweet girl that like the the main character is gonna like fall in love with, and like they're gonna live happily ever after. But like she is head over heels in love with the literal worst person at this school. Well, I like, mean, such a trash. I feel like. Monster. It's usually like a status symbol and it you see it a lot in like small towns and like yes you're like sweet and all these good things but like especially depending on your home life you want to go with like the best option and usually like it doesn't matter how much of an asshole someone is if they're like you know the most popular person then like that's your best bet that's your ticket in uh, yeah i've always hated the trope though because I like it makes me like them less as characters like you know like the moment where she he's like wow you guys you know you fucking virgins you even got in a boner like you guys stink and she starts laughing I was like that's not even funny like I was gonna say yeah. what yeah what? I mean it does it brings up the point of if you were such a good character would you would you be with that type of person okay. or would you not say something like okay that's too far exactly and i do like sometimes yeah. those tropes will they will be like stop it like leave them alone like w- don't even bother with them type of thing you know and like right yeah, that's mm-hmm. but she like no she is totally like not worth the effort yeah. no absolutely not but i think it's just like that thing that you were saying earlier pj where you're like oh it's just Giving you something nostalgic and familiar to hold on before, like, all chaos breaks loose. Yeah, because, again, mm. it, it follows everything to, like, a T. Every single trope, like, perfectly so that it can then just, like, fucking bitch slap you with that chaos scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as yeah. they said, oh. Uh, like, oh, we'll debut at the pool. And I was like, idiots. I fucking idiots. hate children. They're so dumb. <laughs> Everyone's gonna fucking die. Oh my god! And yeah. they did. Yep. They all and they did. did. Well, no, not all of them. Some of them were Remember? obviously still like in, in critical, critical condition. condition. And I, I, I was having a hard time understanding if they just didn't get caught, like they didn't know it was him, and they just thought he was another person there, or if he was like let go because it wasn't his fault technically. I thought it was the second one because he's. I mean, he clearly yeah, didn't but that mean would still to do be all like of involuntary this. manslaughter. Manslaughter. Yeah, I think it was he's the also first a one. child. Yeah, I think children could still get tried for involuntary manslaughter. I was gonna say it's true. You can. I'm pretty sure mm. it's like still murder. Like, I don't think they're gonna be like, ah, you know, like little Hitler. You're just a little boy. You can't go to Hitler as your example. No, I mean, but he also wasn't killing people. There's when he was definitely a kid. Been, been like cases of like, uh, you know, friends just like roughhousing around and like, you know, things go wrong. And like, also, you know, like if that even like even like let's say like two boys were roughhousing and like you know they million dollar baby the other one, that's one thing. This dude literally caused the at least severe 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 disability to literal death of at least like 60 to 80 people if not more yeah Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. insane destruction of property i think no matter what like you at least have to put that person to trial yeah or Mm. even if in not trial like some kind of containment until like his powers can be figured out and stuff yeah, According to true. Lauren, children get immunity and are just as do no wrong. Someone hasn't watched Child Killers. Someone hasn't watched any Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Damn, those episodes are always so sad. I think my favorite Child, kid, child Killer episode of SVU is the one with like the super duper sociopath kid. And, you know, he's like very oh, he's much like... like- okay with like he's like ha 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 i'm getting away with this because i know how to play people's emotions and then like the dad sees him kind of be like oh gee mister sorry i killed your daughter and then the dad like gets so mad that he like grabs the officer's gun and shoots the kid and kills him oh my god it's insane it's It's a great literally like it's so fucking satisfying because that kid you can tell like the justice system is gonna go easy on him because they're like oh he's just a boy but like you know that if he was let to like live his life he would kill dozens hundreds of people you know type of thing he would be a serial killer so when the dad like shoots him you're like thank god yeah that must have been so hard for the dad too because it's just like it it's the whole thing like yeah it's the baby hitler thing 
Yeah, if you know that they're good, the if baby you know that they're, well, yeah, it's like, do you go back in time and kill baby yeah. Hitler? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that are like, well, you've killed Hitler, but there's probably going to be a different Hitler. Well, I, I don't even think it's necessarily that, but like, you know, it's kind of like the unfortunate thing that like tragedy breeds progress, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think without like a World War II and a Holocaust, I think we live in a way less advanced society. Mm-hmm. Very, very likely. And like, obviously, I'm not saying like, thank God for Hitler, but like, you know, it's like it's like the cause and effect of society, right? Like every everything is connected. If you take out one piece of the puzzle, it's like butterfly effect, you know. I was gonna say, and that's on butterfly well, effect. You baby. know, we call it the butterfly effect because if Hitler was killed as a baby, we would not get the movie Butterfly Effect by Ashton Kutcher. It's true. There's so much media that we would have, Specific- yeah, like Butterfly gotten. Effect two or even Butterfly Effect three. Oh. I didn't know there was wow. a Butterfly Effect 3. I'm pretty sure there is. And if there isn't a Butterfly Effect 3, it's because of s- someone went back in time and did something wrong. Also, oh my God. the alternative ending to the Butterfly Effect, insane. Yeah, there is a Butterfly Effect 3. I mean, isn't Butterfly Effect just a movie of alternate endings? <laughs> yes, but I mean like the real alternate ending of Butterfly Effect, insane. It's so... he. <laughs> Lauren, he goes back into the womb and chokes himself with his umbilical cord so that he can never be born and fuck up time. Whoa. Yikes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And like, you see it. It's weird. (laughs) The suicide, the infant suicide ending. Wow. But all of that said, you go through, obviously, like the trauma of that first episode, and then you Mm -hmm. jump to him as an adult. He clearly, I mean, because at the end, he's like, well, damn, what do I do now? And then he like accidentally activates the ATM and he's like, well, I'm going to be a super villain. Yeah, because he's able to just get money. So quick. It probably was out of like trauma and shock and just needing to leave, but still. I was like, damn, he switched so fast. I know. And he was like so excited about being a superhero and like finally having con- a connection to his yeah. very absent father and then instantly switched to, well, I'll just be a bad guy then. Well, yeah, because he's already become a bad guy in murdering. In the town. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. might as well just embrace it yeah. and steal this money while I'm at it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like he's not a murdery kind of bad guy. He's not. He is much more con artisty. Yeah. From what we've seen. Yeah. And, you know, then you move to, again, him as an adult in the Supermax Ooh. prison, and he has gotten very hot. I would like to <laughs> quote the newest Pixar movie, Turning Red. A wooga. Mm. <laughs> quote Maylin Lee. <laughs> Quote Maylin Lee. But yeah, you know, he is uh, very attractive. He's being let out. He was only serving a six-month sentence for, like, tampering with electronic devices. So he's very Mm -hmm. clearly gotten away with everything he's been doing. Mm -hmm. He has been, yeah. But, you know, it's like kind of like Al Capone. They got him on taxes. They got him on manipulating tiny little electronics. Yeah, and, you know, you have his reunion with his girlfriend, Casey, uh, and they're Mm -hmm. very horny for each other. Very horny for for each other. But, you know, it's been six months and they're very clearly into each other. And that's, you know, a very important part of their relationship for the both of them. Mm -hmm. So good for them. I just want to mention because like this relationship has, you know, all the potential to be very toxic and stuff. But it seems like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of respect and love, especially on Casey's part, because like I feel like if she didn't love him as much, she would have just manipulated his thoughts so he wouldn't go and do the heist Yes, because obviously, as you see, Casey has, like, mind manipulation to some extent, right? So I Mm -hmm. think, like, keeping people's free will, like, to them is very important, especially for the people that she loves. Especially because, like, her job is literally just, like, a restaurateur. Like, she could be making as much money as she wants being a, a supervillain. Right. And she's clearly not doing that. Mm-hmm. She wants Johnny to also go the straight and narrow, but, you know, it's hard to go straight and narrow when you're not a straight and narrow kind of guy. Right. And he isn't. He very clearly exactly. isn't. He, I think, enjoys doing this. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fun to do a, a job, you know? Yeah. And so he, he very much, like... You know, he gets home and they're like ready to fuck. Like she's fully naked. Uh, he's basically <laughs> mm-hmm. naked. He opens the door Half naked, yeah. to her apartment and, and his boys are there. <laughs> and immediately he like is like, my guys. Oh my like I, I was like, if I was like that far into the preparatory stages for coitus, I would be like, I need you guys. <laughs> Don't call I it need coitus. you guys to leave and you can come back oh later. But God. he was like, nah, my boys are here. 
Damn, yeah, no, that, that pizza again, looks so good, though. He He's a light switch boy. It's off and yeah, then on. You know, literally. he was a superhero, super villain. And then he was, yeah, he was about to fuck, saw his friends and was like, I'll just so turn that Johnny off Bull for a second. Confirmed ADHD. <laughs> Fucking same bitch. Literal light switch boy at the beginning. You figured a light switch boy light at the end. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. A quick announcement up top. At the end of this month, we are going to be taking all of our old bonus episodes and moving them over to our Patreon. All told, that is only seven episodes, so it won't be a huge blow to the back catalog. But if you've been holding off on listening to such greats as our episode on the hilariously inappropriate anime dub of Ghost Stories, or our in-depth conversation on gatekeeping in anime with the triumvirate podcast Cassandra Clark, now is the time to listen before they go back into the Disney vault or the Kawhi Disappointment vault, as it were. If you're craving more Kawhi Disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Later this week, we will be releasing our Reduce Redo for May, where we had Lord watch Naruto. So if you want to hear her thoughts on one of the greatest shonen of all time, just want to hear PJ yell about that damn swing again, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we've released or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawhi Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. Thank you to Skullbosh for leaving a five-star review on iTunes. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Superpowered Month with our Gold Star Anime for the month, Sunny Boy. Now, back to the podcast. But you know, the the guys, they convince him to do another job and you know, you do get mm-hmm. like the kind of disappointment in Johnny as a as an audience member where you know, he kind yeah. of he tells Casey, like, no, I'm not. I'll, I won't do the job. I'm not going to do it. And then it literally cuts, like, five hours and 37 minutes later, and they're on the final stop of the job. And it's not like yeah. we saw, like, a like a turning moment where he was just like, should I do this? It's too good to pass up. It just seemed like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking do well, it. Well, I think he's probably like, he she'll be cool her. with it once we, we have, have the, the money, loot. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's really intelligent because, mm-hmm. again, yeah, obviously, you know, they're in cahoots with the, the big, awful gangster guy with the scary scary powers the bastard and uh yeah and so she's like let's not get involved with them let's just wait for like the right job she's not even saying don't do like crime the bad things anymore yeah she's like i if that's what you want that's fine but wait for the right job to come along and this one's not it yeah you never want to put yourself like you know, give someone else the power. Oh, 100%. Like, you don't want to take a job from the mob because then you are now indebted to the mob. You know, it's kind of yeah. like you, you just, if you're going to be a small time crook, be a small time crook. If you're going to be big time, be big time. Don't try to play in the middle. Right. Yeah. It never works. Exactly. No, and, you can't. you know, you get to cut away to exposition as they explain how fucking devious the bastard is. That that one guy yeah. stole oh $5 million God. from him and he basically killed all 242 of the closest people to him and then left him to live by himself. It it wasn't just killing them like his his power is absolutely horrific like and it's painful it's painful like you so he explodes people's heads that's how they die that's how that's what he can do and you don't see it at least in the first two episodes you don't see see the crime being done but you see the aftermath yeah. and it is oh my god that was awful so but my thing is, like, yes, he's baking the bastard for death, right? And the bastard's like, mm-hmm. no, you get to live with this. Like, there's nothing stopping him from just taking his own there life. There isn't, like, but he at least has to, he doesn't get an immediate respite, you know? Yeah. He, and he's like, I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. You exactly. have to not only live with everything that happened because of your decisions, but then you have to make the decision to end you. I'm not going to give that to you. So that'd be mm, too easy. Exactly, that's why. That'd be a gift. Yeah, And I'm not in the business so of bad. giving gifts. Are you the bastard, PJ? You have 
have a lot of like villainy one-liners just <laughs> I know I, I, I DM a lot at the ready uh, and have to be a right, lot of bad right, guys right right DM quote PJ unquote sure really sure. quick to evil PJ's also a light switch boy light switch boy light switch boy <laughs> Also, you have the very interesting kind of relationship with the prison where like it's mm-hmm. both kind of nice in there, but also still, you know, a prison, you know? Yeah, it is a prison. They yeah. obviously have like power dampening, you know, things on and the guards mm-hmm. are very buddy buddy with them, but at the same time will not hesitate to like shock them into submission. Right. If they need to. Absolutely. But you also have the fact that the bastard does like. I mean, set up like a, this super nice catered party for them because yeah, it was so I, but, nice. You know, it's obviously like tactical, right? Because then these criminals, mm-hmm. when they leave, like they feel like they have a connection to the bastard, and they can go to him and be like, "Hey, you know, you yeah. you treated me right when I was in prison. Like, let me treat you right now that I'm out." And now, you know, it allows him mm-hmm. to continue his empire. It's a great way to kind of have like some control over the police as well. Oh, for sure, because the guards are able to socialize and hang out and partake in all of it too. Which they are, right? I mean, they're still on duty, but they still enjoy all of the food and stuff. All so. the perks, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's a stroke of genius. And then you go to his apartment and he has that like long monologue about the, the art on his yeah, walls. Yeah, which is such a yeah. good villain speech. Yeah. I love it was when a so villain is good. just like looks at a piece of art or something and tell, like it's like, do you know what this means? Like that's some Kingpin shit right there. Yeah. That was Kingpin. Yes, I thought the same thing. So when they're getting like really horned up in the car. Right, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We had subtitles on, but we had subtitles from like the Japanese like mm-hmm. and um, but we were you know watching it in english and in the car he says like you know when she feels him up he's like ooh i feel electric but the subtitles for the japanese one was like ooh i have a boner and i was like ah. <laughs> okay Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and then you also have when she's like gonna go give him the hand job in the car and, she, and she's like trying to find the stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> I that that one guy who had the spreading bad luck. That was fucking cool. Yeah, Kismet, I love Kismet's power. That was so cool. And I love his yeah, name. I really enjoyed it. It's so like abstract uh-huh. and I love it. Yeah. I mean, I know this is the second episode of the month, but what superpower would you guys want? Of any superpower is hard. Teleportation for me. All right. So you'd want to be like transmit a, a little bit. I want to, yeah, I want to be Nightcrawler without the sulfur smell. So you want to be transmit. You kind of remind me of transmit <laughs> a little bit. I'm not going to lie, Skylar. <laughs> Who's trans? The guy with like the weird like Tron suit who just keeps being like, eh. <laughs> yeah. And his exactly. power That's is that be. he can like warp people like around. Like he can if teleport people. If I was people. able to, if I was able to do that, I wouldn't have had to give up my film internship back in the day. There you go. Teleportation. Teleportation it is, is cool. Effect. That is super cool. I think I would like uh, Domino's power from Marvel, like probability, like luck, like just luck. pure luck. Yeah, luck. She's lucky. She's yeah. a star, but she cries. I would either cry, want cry, luck cry, or cry. probability <laughs> manipulation. Something where I can make things be better for me. What about you, Lauren? Oh, mine's very pedestrian. I always invisibility. I never want to be perceived. So if I could just turn invisible and never have anyone perceive me she's just gonna go live in a library what a gift yeah i would live there yeah what a really nice library this is now my home thank you so much (laughs) what are they gonna do kick me out they don't know i'm there they can't see me Ooh, and then you could pretend to be like haunting the library i don't know if i would but it is an option no 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 no. listen this is my anime plot are you ready so there's (laughs) this really beautiful library like you know, very vintage, like Victorian looking, gorgeous. It's going out of business because like it's a library and people have Kindles. And so what you do Mm. with your invisibility powers, you go and you create ghostly mischief. And so like all the ghost hunters and everything are like, wow, this is great. And then so you start getting revenue for the library so it doesn't have to close down. Damn. Is this not just, this isn't an actual movie, but is this not just a plot of Casper goes to the library? (laughs) It is now. Skyler's writing it. Trademark. God, but yeah. Okay, so those are good powers. And then obviously our last guy, Frostbite, has ice powers. I think he killed that guy. seems to be common. Oh, for sure he did. 
frost and fire tend to be pretty popular i think anything elemental is always like an easy thing to do because Mm -hmm. they're all around us right so having something like say technological manipulation is like always a little weirder because it's like how you know like the the mixture of human versus technology like can sometimes feel Mm -hmm. unrealistic to people but someone gaining control of a natural thing feels more well natural Mm -hmm. see that's Mm -hmm. an interesting question if you had to choose elemental power which would you Always Mine fire. would definitely be wind. Mine's wind. Wind? Yeah. I think water is going to be the most the most useful one because it has all of its stages. I guess I would want water if I could bloodbend. Oh my god, I wouldn't want to bloodbend. If it's, if so. it's not been clear at this point, I would clearly be a villain the second I got mm-hmm. an amp power. The super crook. Like, my ass went straight to like, how can I use a power that I can use to my own personal benefit and fire unless I can use water to control other people. See, literally, <laughs> whereas I went to another power that gives me the ability to like transport myself travel. yeah mm-hmm. um also i could smother fl- <laughs> i could smother fire i thought you were gonna say so. smother fuckers <laughs> <laughs> smother fuckers <laughs> there's that uh there's that iconic uh at least uh, to hispanics uh there's that iconic smuckers commercial where it's like the little girl and the grandpa and they're debating how to pronounce smuckers and so one is like as smookers as smuckers as smookers as smuckers and this guy comes in it's like as motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> and then she wind bends herself out of there <laughs> I'm out. So, yeah, I feel like you could tell a lot psychologically about where we're going with these. I feel like the water is, like, the harder one to pinpoint into Lauren's, like, lack of presence. It is the one that you don't, you would be able to hide the easiest. You could probably, like, create a, like, a little water bubble for you to be underwater forever. You could do that thing that the evil airbender does in Korra, where they completely suck all of the air out of the person's lungs. That was pretty lit. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, because I was like, you could just make, like, literally a tornado around someone and like take their breath like take literally breath they can't breathe <laughs> you just like again you could smother people with air it's you just could smother fuckers. why yeah. why are we killing everybody i have, We're not. I, I'm I just have established that if you gave me superpowers i wouldn't necessarily be like a kill and super villain but i would be like a like how do i make this for work for me i think that comes from yeah, living right. in a capitalist society where i have been like on the lower rung for a long time a la johnny bolt and wanting to like make it out and make it big time uh oh uh, uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. shake it up play it straight when you go big time <laughs> uh, 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 oh. but you know you know there's a lot of societal indicators here right like i am someone that has always wanted more for myself so i'm looking for that in my power skylar someone who's always wanted to be able to be free independently and that is what she is looking for in her powers and you lauren are someone who has always been looking to kind of be like in the background indistinguishable and unnoticed and that is what you're looking for in your powers you know it just says a lot about people mm-hmm. damn there you go. Episode wrap. Episode wraps. <laughs> Which honestly, though, I do think that's like a good point to stop talking about Super Crooks and start talking about the banger music that Super Crooks has. Mm, hell yeah. So um, before I tell you, before I go into, I'm going to give you like a little bit of history to the music, which is very minor. But both of the songs uh, in Super Crooks, the OP and the ED, uh, are produced by, by a producer and then they have their singers. So I'll tell you, obviously, uh, still who sings them as we go through them. But they are both produced by Toa Tei. So Toa Tei mm. is actually someone that you guys have heard a song from them before because Toa Tei is a Japanese musician born in Yokohama, Japan. Uh, he is a record producer and DJ and you might know him from his time in the band D-Light where he produced the song Groove is in the Heart. Groove is in the Heart. Oh, it's such a good song. Yeah, he produced the music for this, which you can tell that funk influence is deep in this. And we'll talk about that as we mm-hmm. go into our songs. So our intro is Alpha by Toa Tay with Taprik Sweezy. Oh, 
Lauren, what did you think of that intro? It was so much fun. Like, it's just, it's such a fun time. The song is really great. I loved watching the characters dancing on screen. It was, it was yeah, so it's great. Such a vibe. It. Like, it, it's, it's such a f- fucking good song. Like, good song on its mm-hmm. own completely. Definitely captures the, the vibe it's going for. And I do love just that the intro is just all of the characters just vibing and dancing to it. Right. Just hanging out. Yeah, it was like, so great. I, I love the way the dancing is animated. I mean, obviously, like, we didn't talk about it much. I love the animation in this show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The animation's great. Um, it honestly um, actually reminds me a lot visually of something like Great Pretender. Yeah. Where it's super artsy yeah. and bright. Actually, I remember when I first watched the show. So I binge watched through this show. And it was right after we did our Great Pretender episode. And so I was telling everyone, like, oh my God, it's like Great Pretender, but violent and with superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not here nor there i do love the art side. i love the visual representation of them dancing it looks so cool and then just like all the side characters like bobbing their heads good stuff yeah no i loved it it was super fun um and i was just like damn they could dance and then we move to our outro which is sugar by toa tay with ua <laughs> Lord, what did you think of that outro? It was absolutely stunning visually. Like the art style, like next level for me. I loved watching watching it as well as listening to it. The song is also super cool, very dynamic. It's a really great counter to the intro and just the show itself very much so yeah it is uh it is definitely like not like a full come down but it's definitely like a change in tone yeah it's very chill you know they're both clearly like funk songs uh but this is a little Mm -hmm. more r&b funk i i I guess a quick clarification i'm actually not positive the artist is ua or ua or ua uh it's like ua with capital letters i'm not sure how we pronounce it but nonetheless great song (laughs) Mm mm-hmm I love this song and it really, um, it feels really nostalgic. I definitely feel like I've heard it a lot before and it's just a good time. And like what you guys said, visually stunning. Yeah. I loved Absolutely it. Absolutely yes. love the outro too. Yeah. It's a very different art style too than the, the show in the OP. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it really and works for it. And it's like so... It's so different from the intro, but it's still cohesive. 100%. This show, I mean, this show is tight, right? It's 13 episodes and I mean, not to spoil it. And that's it. Like the show ends with those 13 mm, episodes. Like okay. it is a short series. Um, there is not going to be, unless they completely like it ends with one of those, like, where are they now segments? Like, you know, <laughs> like that were super popular in like early 2000s and 90s movies where they're like in the credits, they'd be like, uh, Johnny would go on to play later. baseball for the Washington Nationals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Nationals is my favorite sports team. It's Washington Nationals is a sports team. You know that, right? That's a stupid fucking name. I was like, why are you making fun of this? <laughs> like, if you've ever seen that like Walgreens looking W on baseball caps, that's the Washington Nationals uh-huh. logo. That's a stupid well, fucking name. Tyler and fucking it... dunking on Washington Nationals out here. If you're a Washington Nationals <laughs> fan, Damn. sorry for Skyler's uh, behavior today. Get a better fucking name. Ooh, oh my God. God. So their, their mascot is an eagle. <laughs> His name is Screech, and he looks like he's screaming, and I kind of love him. Honestly, good for him. I'm, I'm going to show you guys him real quick. She's going to take back every bad I'm thing she said. I'm a fan of Screech. Skylar's going to be like, why aren't they the Washington Screeches, huh? <laughs> Look at him. He is screaming. <laughs> he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so shocked. 
Yeah. See, if that had been a fake name, that would have been so funny to me. And I was going to say, that's going to be a shirt. Skylar's <laughs> already, like, halfway through publishing our first of, of merch for our fans, which is just a Washington Nationals jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my favorite, uh, my favorite baseball team, the Washington Nationals. It sounds fake. <laughs> but that said, um, the, that's the outro. I guess that's how we ended up here. <laughs> But oh, yeah, it's God. a tight, you know, 13 episodes and the mood sticks through mm-hmm. very well. So, you know, this intro and outro fit everything about that. But I think it's time we move good. to talk about those a little more as we move to our segment. What modern contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, why don't you tell me who you would have picked for Alpha? So there's really only one answer like for me. Maybe we have the same to... answer because I feel like there's only one answer, period. I think there's only one answer, period, too. It's I'm saying Prince. Prince. Yeah, this is Prince. I yes. want yeah, Prince no, no, no. too. This now, is Prince. Yeah, there's a lot of elements of Michael Jackson. 100 percent. Where he like mm-hmm. does that whispery mm-hmm. thing. And, and I will stuff. say some of it's a little more yeah. modern funk. So I could have also accepted Anderson Pack if one of you had gone Anderson Pack or, mm. or or Michael Jackson. But this is especially the vocals. Like this person this is, is clearly doing oh. Kiss. Right, like we can all agree, yes. this is Kiss. I instantly I thought of Kiss. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like yes, there's such too. a clear answer that I knew we were all going to agree on this. I think the outro is where yeah. there's a little bit more room for interpretation. Yeah, uh, but yes. I knew we were all going to go with Kiss by Prince. And if one of us hadn't, I would have been we a little surprised. To. And I think whoever had it would yeah. have been like, "Damn!" As soon as we started listening to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the outro. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we'll find a little bit more uh, derision, I guess, between us. But I think just a lot more variety. A lot more, I think. I'm very <laughs> excited about my choice. I'm, so. Yeah, I, I'm actually not that excited about mine. So I think I'll probably go second. Oh. Uh, but okay. we'll kick it off with Lauren, as always. Uh, well, all right, Lauren, who did you pick for sugar? Okay. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to hit the vibe just right. I went for vocals and this this singer's vocal techniques really specifically reminded me of one person it doesn't fit the vibe so i'm just throwing that out there but she reminded me of jewel who will save your soul i guess i can kind of see what you're going for mm-hmm. 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 it's kind of like last week where it was very clearly steve perry for me i think this is a little less good than it does steve not perry hit it. was oh it is oh yeah no this I don't know what it was in my brain that was like, this is just I get when jewel. that happens, though, where you, when your brain just like locks onto one thing and you're like, this, I guess I, I guess I, I, I guess here. this is my answer. But yeah, I kind of see where you're going. But it does yeah, not. It's a little, it's, uh, yeah. This one's left I field. Say, I'm not super happy with my choice either. I do think it's a little bit better of an approximation, but like still not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Feist. Oh. Uh, specifically their song One Evening. So I think it's a good vibe. Where Okay. So I think that Lauren and my choice hits the vocal vocals like a lot like better but i think your vocals are great but the vibe of the song flawless it's perfect. Yes. perfect that's what i went for mm-hmm. but i'm curious to see what you picked yeah so do you think there's such a good vocal approximation so okay the beginning of the outro song really reminded me of both the pacing and like cadence of the song it's okay if you guys don't agree with me it's fine. I prepared myself, but I really like my answer. Um, I went with White Flag by Dido. Yeah, I think Dido vocally is a, a phenomenal choice. So yeah, if we absolutely. put Dido with uh, that Feist song, done. Perfect. Love yeah. Child. Perfect. Yeah, I think we all went for different aspects on the on the outro, but I think good choices overall, you know, whether we were going for vocals or vibe. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a great place for us to stop our music segment and take a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and we'll be right back after we do that. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We learn watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional very brutal fight scenes, and some additional heroics and villainous acts. After all of that, Lauren, you've kind of gotten to see a very interesting kind of narrative. I mean, at the end of the day, we all know you're a heist gal, and this is a very interesting heist story. And it also plays around with like morality, right? You have these characters who are seen as villains, and they are doing ostensibly villainous things, but 
they're doing it against people who are perhaps more villainous than them. And you do see that a lot of the people who claim to be the more righteous people in the society maybe aren't as righteous as they are presenting themselves to be. You know, so it, it presents a lot of questions about morality, about what's right, what's wrong. If you do something wrong to a bad person, does that make it right? A lot of interesting questions, but I've only got one question for you, mm-hmm. which is, Lauren, would you keep watching Super Crooks? Well, you definitely know that I love the heist you already talked about that and the fact that this is just a heist with superpowers and the added bonus of who's really in the right here uh yeah i'm absolutely gonna keep watching uh maybe between my fingers because it is violent but you know very violent but also a fun time which leads to a kawaii success in the book (laughs) you absolutely love to see it skylar is also your first time watching yes it's definitely a kawaii success i had a really fun time i was thinking of kick-ass like for a lot of this obviously for obvious reasons Mm -hmm. um i'm definitely gonna continue watching yay absolutely love to see it uh now tell me uh lauren who's your favorite character uh my favorite character is casey she's just so smart and she's really kick-ass i love her yes i also went with casey i just like is the best character Character for sure and you guys don't even know how badass she gets casey is fucking great yeah i bet her yeah. unanimous decision here you absolutely love to see it he's always written really amazing women characters yeah i love hit girl i actually don't know many women in the kingsman series but i've never read the comics so i don't know mm. nor have i so yeah i can't speak to that i see what you're saying uh casey best character hands down best you just want character. her to be happy and the yeah. show with that we have kawaii success in the book Yay. your favorite characters seems like there's only one thing left to do it's time for is there an mv for that All right, Lauren and Skylar, you know the rules and so do I. <laughs> why don't you give me your songs and artists for Super Crooks? Lauren, why don't you kick us off? Okay. I ended up going with Criminal by Britney Spears. All right, Lauren. Unfortunately, yeah. there is no AMV for Criminal or any Britney Spears song to Super Crooks. Unfortunately, continuing your trend so far with Superhero Month. Heroes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Skylar, perhaps you can uh, rein us back to greater standing. I don't think that's going to happen. And <laughs> through the context clips, all I could think of, especially that like balloon ball guy, uh, yeah. where he was like, Justice, I was thinking of Peacemaker the whole time. And so <laughs> I went with, Do you want to taste it by Big Wham? Oh. Unfortunately, mm. there is no AMV to Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam. Damn. Two super crooks. So that is double zero. <sighs> so as you all know, whenever we do end up in a position where we have reached zero points, that means that we are going to move to telling you the top three AMVs so that you guys kind of know what vibe you should have been going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the number one song is a song I've never heard of, but it is a song called Revolution by Eben and God Mode. Okay, I've also Mm. never heard of that. Same. The second song is Burn It All Down by PVRIS Puris. That sounds familiar. Which is from League of Legends. And the number three song is Bang Bang by Kanan. So I have mm. no, none of these songs. Okay. So yeah. of course we were not good at the Super Crooks we're AMV old. game. <laughs> I'd say the first song going down that I actually know is very far down the list and it's you're gonna go far kid so yeah i mean clearly uh none of us are in the same space as the general super crooks amv community so it's very understandable so. that we got a zero pointer today yeah. i don't think i would have done much better than you guys clearly clearly wow what a what a wild card of a series there's still a chance that we end up with one point here because now it's time for the super secret not so secret bonus point lauren do you think there's gonna be an amv for super crooks to Evanescence Bring Me to Life. I don't think so. Really? I yeah, I don't I don't Is it think so. Because like it just feels too new. It feels too new and I mean it I I don't know, just something about it it just doesn't it doesn't fit for me. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you sound like you're going on a journey of self-discovery here. I I think it's a no. Um, well, Lauren, uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. tell me. Sometimes tell we me have straight. to sit here. No, tell me straight. <laughs> tell me straight. I can't tell you straight. I'm pansexual. Well, then tell me pansexually. <laughs> Well then, uh, then I'll tell you as pansexually as I can, Lauren. Mm-hmm. You got the point. Yeah. <laughs> See, Lauren might not always be right about the AMV, but she has like this weird evanescent sixth sense. That is not true. I did she'll not sit here get... and be like, I the the stars, the universe they is speak telling to me <laughs> and tell me that it 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 doesn't exist. She's oh looking at the did, tea leaves. I did not get Utano Prinsama as our bonus episode last month well the main feed will never know that you know that, well now now they do so i'm gonna is... beep it so they n- don't know what anime we're talking about. <laughs> it's gonna be like oh i didn't get it on beep on yeah. the patreon <laughs> <laughs> but that said that is still one point in the book lauren hey. you keep saving us from a full zero which i absolutely love i do just too. like i absolutely love this anime when it first came out i immediately sat down and watched and binge watched all 13 episodes in one sitting because i just loved it yeah i'm it sure easy to you do. both remember me talking about it a lot when i first watched it i do yes well that said regardless lauren thank you for going on this journey with us as always yeah Woo! thank you i um unveiled that my two friends would probably go super villain so that's Skyler great. wouldn't go super villain I'm, you, Skylar I'm a just traveler. wants to fly. Skylar just wants to get out of here. She's like a she bird. She just wants to fly wants away. To fly. <laughs> we went for very different versions. <laughs> very I'm different like songs. a bird. I, I want to fly, fly away. away. Well, yeah, no, it's nice to know that about your best friend, I guess. Yeah, I would, uh, you know, it's and just that he probably wouldn't murder. I wouldn't murder anyone. I also don't want to steal from anyone like. Only steal from corporations. Yeah, steal from corporations, steal from the rich, you know? Like, I would be very, like, I'd have a a moral code. He wouldn't even make a dent in their pockets, BT Yeah, I could steal, I could steal like $50 million from Elon Musk and he wouldn't even notice. And you know what? That's probably what he hasn't paid in taxes, so. (laughs) Oh, it's probably way more than that. I know. So just take what he owes in taxes and... I'll call it good. So that said, um, I'm glad you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope our listeners had a good time, a fun time, a super powered time, an insanely violent and bloody time. Yeah. A, a Mark Millar series of unfortunate events time. <laughs> but <laughs> Kick-ass until time. next time, we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment. I have been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And, you know, just don't. Go flying over pools if you have electricity powers. That's Don't a TLC song that I forgot about. Don't over <laughs> pools when you got uh, electricity powers. <laughs> <laughs> You'll shock everyone in there, and, and the pigs will make manslaughter charge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.